Go Panthers! Go Panthers! The most like important thing to me about that day was like the message behind it. Like I think it's a really important reminder just to remind people to always be kind and I switched over to special education and adapted physical education and fell in love with uh, working with people with special needs. My favorite style of art changes all the time because I actually love so many different types of art. This is Coach Heath here with Coach Trock and the OSSB track team. We're in Tennessee. I didn't want to miss it. I'm a senior also this year. I'm in 11th grade. Hello, I'm Zach. I'm in uh, 11th grade. OH. IO! Welcome back, everyone. This is Dan Kelly, and I am so excited that we're all back together on this thing called the OSSB Podcast. This is the September 2022 edition, and we got a lot to share with you this month. We're welcoming everybody back to school. A little late, but better late than never. Uh, we're going to cover some school events that's been happening in August and September. We got a brand new crew this year, so we're going to meet our new podcast team as well. We also will start introducing you guys, the audience, to some new staff members here at the Ohio State School for the Blind. So a lot of excitement coming up for you in this episode. Remember that the OSSB podcast supports chapter indexing. So if you want to jump from segment to segment, you can expand your podcast player app. And down at the bottom of the screen, you should see the different chapters that you can go to. But we hope that you sit back and listen to the whole thing. So without further ado, let's get this month's edition going. And one of our newest members to the podcast team is Perseus. And we are listening to one of her musical sound bites right now, and she calls this one Melancholy. And we will hear more from Perseus and some more of her work throughout this podcast and all this year. So very excited to have this talent added to the podcast crew. Hello there, OSSB Panthers. Miss K from the library here. Wanted to let you know that coming our way is the Scholastic Book Fair. Woo woo! The book fair will be here and will be in the library and it will be next week, all week, Monday, October 3rd, all the way through Friday, October 7th. Come down and visit the library and look at the amazing books, knickknacks, pens, pencils, bookmarks, um, erasers, sharpeners, all the works in the library. Um, you, all of our students, I want you to know that you have a scheduled time that you will come down with your class. So if you feel like you won't make it down, don't worry. You will have a time to make it down to the library for the book fair. Uh, we also have an online fair going on and there is a website. If you go to scholastic.com and you search book fairs for Ohio State School for the Blind, our book fairs website will pop up and there you can even shop online. You can even set up your e-wallet so you don't have to bring cash or worry about having money ready for the book fair. So take a look at the website. Reach out to me, Miss K, if you have questions. And we are so excited. Thank you all for supporting us uh, for trying new things. We love it. Thanks. Go Panthers. Thank you, Mrs. K. A lot of great things and fun things are happening now in the library. So looking forward to that book fair next week and to our second readathon that's going to kick off in November and we will bring you information about that in the October podcast. Well, as all of you know that in the fall we have track season going on. Boys and girls track season and that rolls in the goal ball as it is track conference is complete. And I will just say that we have one of the most dedicated podcast listeners out there and that is our very own track coach Coach Ron Heath, and I just want to thank Coach Heath in advance for all of his contributions. So we're going to hear from Coach Heath and the OSSB track team throughout the podcast when they travel down to 
uh, Tennessee, the Tennessee School for the Blind. And we're going to share some of their weekend with them and cover some of the events that some of the athletes participated and competed in over the weekend. Thank you, Mr. Heath. And let's see how their Friday night got started down at the Tennessee School for the Blind. Hello, OSSB podcast fans. This is Coach Heath here with Coach Trock and the OSSB track team. We're in Tennessee on a beautiful Friday evening. We've had uh, some good events tonight. Uh, Jenna just did a great job on her three con. Um, AJ, great job at high jump. And Emery, is, his event, the three con, is coming up tonight. And then everybody will be in action tomorrow. So, Hey, guys, let's say hey to Mr. Kelly and all those OSSB podcast fans. There you go, Mr. Kelly. Mr. Kelly, we'll be talking to you throughout the weekend. Guys, uh, we'll be back to you tomorrow morning. Bye. Well, thank you, Mr. Heath. I am so excited already about what these athletes are going to do over the weekend at the Tennessee School for the Blind Track Meet. Love your commentating. Appreciate the good work that you and Coach Trot are doing and all the hard work our student-athletes are doing to represent OSSB. I am Persea Decker. I am 17 years old and I am in 10th grade. I like to play the piano and I like to make electronic music, so I will be using the electronic music that I make for the podcast. All right, welcome back to the 2022-2023 podcast, and it's time to meet our crew this year. And let's start out with Jenna. Hi, Jenna. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Jenna Allo. What grade are you in, Jenna? I'm in 12th grade. I'm a senior. All right, senior on campus, and then also taking college classes too, right? Yeah, I'm a college credit plus student. I'm taking two college classes. All right, and that's down at Columbus State, right? Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, so we're. I'm glad that you're able to, to make some time out of your busy schedule to uh, be on the podcast with us this year. Yeah, I didn't want to miss it. Ah, that's great. All right. Been trying for years to get on the podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll come back to you in just a moment. To Jenna's right, we have Michaela. Good morning. Hi. There she is. What grade are you in, Michaela? I'm a senior also this year. So, Michaela, you're a senior. Where are you from? Tip City, Ohio. All right. And where is that? Where's Tip City? Near Dayton. All right. Over near Dayton. (laughs) Over near Dayton and Middletown, right? Yes. Okay. All right. I I was just over there. Uh, doing some work over the weekend in Middletown. So I know right where that's at. All right. So glad, glad you're on the podcast. Excited about that. And let's move around the table to Trayvon. Hello. Good morning, Trayvon. And what grade are you in? I'm in 11th grade. Junior. And all right. Trayvon, where are you from, son? Hillsboro, Ohio. Hillsboro. All right. Where's Hillsboro near? Uh, Cincinnati. Okay. Down there in South Ohio, huh? Yeah. All right. So are you excited about being on the podcast? Yep. All right. Well, we're, we're excited to have you here uh, with us uh, on the podcast. And last but not least, we got Zach Grove Hagendorn. Hello, I'm Zach. I'm in uh, 11th grade. All right, Zach. Well, great to have you here. Where are you from? Toledo area, Lucky, Ohio. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, we got Toledo playing Ohio State this weekend, right? In football. No. What's your prediction? Toledo. Oh, okay. All right. Well, my bet's on the Buckeyes. All right. What do you think, Jenna? You think the Buckeyes are going to win? Yeah, I definitely think the Buckeyes will win. Okay. All right. What do you think, uh, Michaela? You think the Buckeyes or Toledo this weekend? Buckeyes. All right. OH. Right. IO. Okay. All right. Trayvon, what do you think? Buckeyes. Buckeyes. So Trayvon <laughs> thinks the Buckeyes as well. <laughs> All right. So um, let's go back around to uh, Jenna and and kind of dig in a little bit and talk about uh, what uh, what made you want to be on the podcast team, Jenna? It's just something I've always wanted to do because, like, um, last year and 
the years before that, like ever since I came to OSSB, I saw that there was a podcast team. So I would listen to the podcast on my phone sometime and I would just be like, oh, that's some nice stuff that they're talking about. I want to be a part of that. Yeah. And, and you actually did some segments for the podcast before. Yeah, a few. Yeah. Girls on the Run. I remember when you did that one. And um, we, uh, you, you did a classical piece. Remember that? You recorded that. And we played that on the podcast a couple of years ago. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. And Michaela, you, you've done podcast club before. I have. Yeah. And that will be coming back this year in January. So, uh, you decided to want to take it a step further and, and actually take the class. Yes. Well, that's great. What do you hope to gain out of it this year? I hope that I can learn how to mix and edit the podcast and like add some music in the background. Okay. So, all right. Mixing all the audio together. That's all definitely a big part of putting the podcast together. Trayvon, how about you? I just like being on the podcast. There you go. Um, yeah. um, you want to share your voice with everyone. Yeah. All right, cool. And Zach, you're new to us this year. You're a brand new student here at OSSP. I don't really know. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So uh, let's talk about OSSB athletics a little bit because um, we are in track season right now. Is anybody doing track? I am. Michaela's doing track. Jenna, are you doing I track? I am too. All right. So uh, what events are you doing in track, Jenna? I'm doing four events. The mile, the half mile, the 60-meter dash, Mm -hmm. and the standing long jump. Okay. So half distance and half sprinting and jumping. Yeah. 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 So what's your favorite out of all those? Uh, I really enjoy the mile. That's my favorite. Yeah. Wow. The distance run. See, I think I'd like the 60. I could get out there and, and it's done. Uh, but that's great. Uh, Michaela, what are your events? Mine events are standing long jump, the 60 meter dash, 600. Okay, the 600. Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, what's your favorite? My favorite is, I like all of them. Okay. All of them. All right. Uh, Trayvon or Zach, are you guys, either one of you guys doing track right now? No. No. Okay. Got a big no out of that. (laughs) And we'll be traveling this weekend. That's right. Got the meet down in Nashville, Tennessee. All right. Yeah. We excited about that? Yes. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys go down and represent Ohio very well uh, this weekend. So, all right. So what else do you want your audience to know about you? Uh, favorite subject in school? We've got two seniors and two juniors. Uh, so Jenna and Michaela are seniors. Yep. And Z- Trayvon's a junior. Zach, you're a junior. All right. Anyway, so uh, what's our what's our favorite what's our what's your favorite thing in a subject in school or favorite thing about OSSB? Our band. Okay, Michaela says our band, and you're playing what instrument in the band? Trumpet. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's what I play. It's a great instrument. Jenna, you're in the band yeah. too, right? Yeah, I am. I play the snare drum. Oh, cool. And the percussion. All right. You ever get tired carrying that thing around? <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes, especially during parades, but it's fine. I enjoy it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it is. And uh, very excited to, to announce that uh, OSSB Marching Band is going to go to Boston. Right? Yes. You guys are going to go to Boston yeah. this summer and march in the Lions Parade. Yes. So that is cool. And um, also, you will be joined by another blind school marching band. Have you heard this yet? The Alabama School for the Blind is sending their marching band 
to march in the Lions Parade at Boston. Yes, that's wow. the school you went to. That is the school I went to. That is exactly right. So the two best blind schools in the country, according to Dan Kelly, right? Yes. Not, not according to the Ohio State School for the Blind. This is just my opinion. Yeah. Uh, will be sending their bands uh, to Boston to march in a parade. So that is exciting. All right. Zach, what's your favorite thing about OSSB so far? Okay. So the school and everything that's happening around the school, that's great. We are looking forward to an, another exciting year. Uh, this crew is going to put together a lot of great things and cover school events, as we always have in the past. And we'll be editing the podcast and bringing it to you every month. It's going to look a little bit different this year than it has in the past. But we definitely look forward to keeping it going with the OSSB podcast. What? Good morning, OSSB podcast listeners. Coach Heath and Coach Trocht here with the OSSB track team. It's a beautiful morning, and we are excited about the events starting here in about a half an hour. It's 8 a.m., going to be a warm day, but we have a nice cloud cover. How are we going to do today, guys? There we go. There's an enthusiastic team. Yes, we're going to start with some of the field events early, and then we're going to move on to uh, those running events in the heat of the day. So we look forward to checking back in with all you listeners and keeping you up to date on how the day is going. Go Panthers! Man, I tell you, this is going great so far. Up next, we are going to meet our new art teacher, Mr. Radvosky. Before we do that, though, We've got all kinds of musical talent coming into the podcast, and he is one of them. We're going to listen to a, a small snippet of a piece that he created. He'll talk about that during his interview. It's about a minute long, has a lot of great guitar work in it and a lot of good mixing and uh, just a wonderful piece to listen to. And then we are going to meet Mr. R. This selection is called Hope. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Mr. Kelly, and I have the podcast team with us. We've got Jenna, Michaela, Trayvon, and Zach, and today we're going to be meeting one of our newest staff members. We call him Mr. R, and we'll get to that in just a second. So welcome to the podcast, Mr. R. Thank you. It's great to be here. All right. So we're going to just kind of go around the table and each of these guys has come up with some questions, and we're going to go from there. So, Jenna, why don't you start us off? Hi, Mr. R. Hi, Jenna. My first question is, how long have you been an art teacher? I've been an art teacher for more than 12 years. I would say 12 and a half years. Yes. What got you interested in art and becoming a teacher? For as long as I can remember, since I was four or five, I loved to draw. I started off with dinosaurs and uh, just loved art class through elementary school, high school. And when I went to college, I pursued a career that involved art. What brought you to OSSB? What brought me to OSSB was uh, I was looking to find another art teaching position. I was teaching at a school, um, driving about 10 hours a week and started looking and a friend of the family 
works at the school for the blind i mean school for the deaf rather and um she recommended that i apply um told me about the position and as soon as i heard about it i applied immediately what kind of work did you do before you came to ossb uh, my family business that I, well, we grew up on a farm, so I did farming. And uh, the family business was landscaping, so I landscaped for years, then became an art teacher after college for a short time. And I worked in a law office for many years. And then after my son was born, I was really wanting to get back into education. And uh, I started teaching again. So basically, I've been teaching landscaping and uh, some legal work what is your favorite style of art and why well my favorite style of art changes all the time because i actually love so many different types of art um, when i was younger i really liked photography and um, the style of art would be pop art would be considered pop art and surrealism and now I think I really enjoy animation, stop motion animation, CGI animation, because it involves storytelling and visual art and music and puts them all together in a really interesting way. What do you do in your free time and what are some of your hobbies? Well, in my free time, I enjoy spending time planning for art projects. Um, I explore different animation techniques on the computer and i also have a recording studio at home and enjoy making music recording music would you like to share anything with us about your family i'm sure i have been married for 29 and a half years almost 30 years and um, my wife and i we have a son who just turned 18 and started college and we don't have any other children right now, but we are foster parents, and eventually we'll start um, fostering again. Do you have any previous experience on working with people in the in blind? I would say that not necessarily students are um, students that are blind, but I have had experience with students with um, vision impairments or low vision, but. This is a new experience for me, definitely. Our last question is, what do you hope to accomplish here at OSSB? What I'd like to accomplish is I'd like to become part of the school, a trusted member of the staff where students can come and find art to be enjoyable and learn and look forward to coming to art class every day. That is all great stuff, Mr. R. What does R stand for? It stands for Ratvasky. All right, everybody get that Ratvasky. Wow. When you hear Jaws say it, it says Robosky or something like that. So I'm glad you cleared that up for us. One thing that really capped my interest, uh, you know, you talked about having a recording studio. Yes, I started uh, in high school with recording just on cassette tapes and started bands through college and continued all the way till now. Um, I like doing electronic music primarily. Usually it doesn't have any vocals in it, but uh, I have worked with bands and done remixes and uh, I also play guitar. All right. So uh, you play guitar in the style of like maybe Eric Clapton or is it classical guitar or Allman Brothers, where's your, where's your uh, love or your passion for guitar playing lie? Well, um, the first bands that I started out with were more, uh, you could consider them to be punk rock. Uh -huh. So it's not super complex, basic chords, rhythm guitar, um, and that sort of thing. And we hope you're going to share some of that music with us here on the podcast. I'd love to. That's great. Well, you're, you know, you certainly bring a lot to the table and we certainly want to welcome you here to OSSB and we want to just wish you a lot of luck and a, and a long time career, uh, here at, at OSSB and sharing all that you have with us and then learning from all the 
folks that, that you have around you here at school. It's a very uh, supportive environment and uh, just welcome. And thanks for coming up and being on the podcast. Thank you, Mr. Kelly and everyone else. <laughs> Thank you all. And that was Mr. Richard Retvosky. And this is another one of his musical selections called No Better Time, which is perfectly fitting. Thank you very much, Mr. R, for being on the podcast. All right, let's check back in with the coaches and athletes down at the Tennessee School for the Blind. We've got everything started here at the Tennessee School for the Blind Invitational Track Meet. Michaela and Hope just finished their long jumps, did a wonderful job. Jenna, I believe, just finished. Jenna, did you just finish your long jump? Yeah. How'd that go? Um, it, it was good. It was good? Good. All right. So another good event for us, the Class B long jump girls, Class A long jump girls, and we're in the middle of the Class C long jump boys with AJ and Jonah. So a good start to the morning. We'll have uh, shot puts coming up and triple jumps, and then... Um, We will be moving into a lot of the running events as the day continues. Talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Hope. I'm 16 years old and in 10th grade. I live in Apple Valley, Ohio, which is a little-known region because we are in the middle of nowhere. I'll be helping out with the podcast this year, kind of as the promo girl, like in commercials, how... You have that one person who always is saying, do this, and promoting the product. That's kind of what I'll be doing this year. Up next on the podcast, we are going to talk about a very special day at OSSB that we started this year. And joining us today is Mrs. Honeywell, who we met last year as one of our new staff members. She is a guidance counselor. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Michaela, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about... Kindness Day. All right, Kindness Day. So this is the first that I know of an event like this. Uh, Can you kind of bring us up to speed on that, Miss Honeywell? What is Kindness Day and how did it come into being and all that? There is a kindness grant that is extended to our school as well as a school for the deaf. And we are working to help students choose kindness, to integrate kindness into like our everyday language and all our actions around campus to be more inclusive and kind this year. Is this something that's come from the state or is this more of a federal kind of a thing? Is it a nationwide, let's all be kind <laughs> kind of? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a big grant, uh, Choose Kind grant uh, that we applied for. I can look into who awarded that. No, that's all right. That's fine. But obviously, we got the grant, and mm-hmm. it's a big. It was a big initiative, uh, right? Jenna, do you have a question that you want to start us off with about Kindness Day? I know you touched on it a little bit, Miss Honeywell, but. Maybe you could talk a little more about, like, what were you hoping our students would learn or get out of Kindness Day? Um, That is a great question. I think that we, um, as a society, things are always changing and moving. And I feel that people have had a lot of trouble connecting um, it's easy to be like, oh, tech bad, COVID, COVID definitely bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that taking the time out, uh, just to relax and have fun and to kind of frame things with thinking outside yourself with how could I be more accepting, inclusive, kinder, uh, and make that a little more intentional and draw a, kind of our focus. Uh, to building that community back that was really taken away through COVID when we didn't get to connect quite the same way as we get to now. Yeah, so it was a real good way of bringing everybody back together. Uh, Trayvon? What did Kindness Day look like for us as a school? Um, We spent an entire day uh, focused on kindness. Uh, We had a big kickoff event 
um, where we spoke about kindness and talked about what it meant to our campus. We took a big group photo, which was super fun and sweet. I got to help escort out some really cute kindergartners, and I love that. And then we kind of divided into our buildings. So the elementary school worked on some crafts. They had a field day. Uh, they got to watch some movies, eat some donuts. Uh, the high schoolers started off with the movie. Uh, then they got to talk with their advocates a little bit and also do some activities. All those crafts are going to be put up throughout the school. I think a school should be a reflection of the students within it. And I love the thought of having their art uh, out proudly on display in lots of locations. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to putting those things up. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a lot of fun to to have all that up around the school. Do you think it was well received? I I mean, I do, but what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I hope it was. Um, (laughs) uh, The feedback, we're definitely looking into ways to improve uh, and to make it an even better event. I know students had talked about just different ideals, uh, making the high school like a little more real world and relevant to some of the issues that they face as young adults. And then people really wanted to include activities like baking and cooking and sports and athletics. Uh, So having things that reflect unique student interests. So it's a little more personalized maybe next time we try. Right. It's um, it it is always a challenge to do that in a school setting, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Just to, to get those, you know, life tangible experiences where it's not just because you think about it when we're in a residential school setting, you know, we're around the same people and doing mm-hmm. the same things day in and day out. Uh, so that is quite a challenge that, that the kindness committee is going to have for the next time, I think. Mm-hmm. But I think you guys are up for that challenge. But it sure was a blast that day. Um, do any of you guys want to reflect about Kindness Day and talk about your experience with Kindness Day? Part of it was eating donuts that and watching the movie <laughs> yeah and i think the high school kids watched uh wonder right mm, right yeah okay yeah I, you know I, my one of my favorite parts of been eating donuts too but i missed that for some reason that was that was fun i was running around doing stuff i don't know what i was doing for me i mean i enjoyed the activities of course but the most like important thing to me about that day was like the message behind it like i think it's a really important reminder just to remind people to always be kind and accepting so i liked that we had a whole day to remind people of that that is true and you know i like how we divided the kids up into to groups you know, they were kids were with kids they normally were not with. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you really got a chance to kids really got a chance to know each other a little bit and interact with each other, especially, you know, after not being able to do that for, you know, two and a half years. And it just feels so good to be back doing everything together as a school again and doing it in a kind way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. All right. And we are going to do this a couple of more times this year. Is that right? Uh, We hope so. I'm hoping to do an event sometime this winter and then definitely to do something to kind of close out the year. Yeah. I think a good time to do it would be like in February Mm. when it's just freezing cold, you know, in Ohio. Because in Ohio, like in February, for some reason, the freezer door closes about the beginning of February, and it doesn't open up again until March. Yeah. And it just gets dismal, and you really don't feel like being kind when you're freezing to death, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so we might, we might need an event to, uh, you know, get our kindness kick-started uh, when, it's, when it's freezing outside, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everybody got a nice T-shirt, right? Yes. The kindness T-shirt. It says... Uh, Scott, uh, I'm wearing mine today. Ah, see, she got ready for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Right. The T-shirt does have kindness written on there in what print, Braille, mm-hmm. and ASL, right? Yep. Cool. All right. It's all right. Well, uh, Miss Honeywell, is there anything else we want to add and talk about Kindness Day? Anything? 
I really hope everyone enjoyed it and I would love feedback to improve and make the next day even better. Okay. So students should come hunt you down in the hall and Mm -hmm. talk to you or email you or anything like that. That would be amazing. I would really appreciate it. That'd be great. Well, you guys did a great job for your first event, I think, and the students, I think the students really enjoyed it and we are very much looking forward to the next one. Thank you guys for having me. And thank you guys for the great questions. I was really scared and this wasn't bad at all. (laughs) We are here watching Jenna come in on her 800 meter race, doing a great job. And we have Kennedy starting her long job. Good job, Jenna. Good job, Jenna. Jenna's done with her 800. It's time to meet another of our new staff members here at the Ohio State School for the Blind. And this guy is, he's just, he's going to be a great guest for us today. Uh, We call him Mr. Tim because nobody can pronounce his last name correctly. And he's a guy that has a gift that keeps on giving. And we will get back to that in a minute. Uh, Good morning, Mr. Tim. Well, good morning, Mr. Kelly. I'm thrilled to be here today. Well, thank thank you so much for joining us and the podcast team and joining our audience. Uh, you know, we our turnover in the uh, PE department has been quite low, right? I mean, I can think you are the third PE teacher. I've been here for over 25 years, so. Once you get in this position, you're just you're just going to stay there because you love it so much. But we kind of want to get to know you a little bit, if that's okay, and uh, know who you are and where you come from and all that good stuff. So we put together a few questions, and we're going to start over here with Jenna, and she is going to start us out. Go ahead, Jenna. Hi, Mr. Tim. Good morning, Miss Jenna. My first question for you is, how long have you been a health and PE teacher? Well, I started teaching in 1984 and taught for five years. So I taught till 1989. And then since then, I haven't taught at all. So let's see, we're on about our fourth week now here at school or fifth week. So five weeks, let's say. <laughs> so you did uh, did some teaching in 94, and then you had a hiatus doing some other things, and then you came back into the gym. That's true. Yeah, I uh, I went to work for nonprofit organizations. I was a administrator for uh, quite a few years in two different nonprofit organizations. Okay. All right. Well, maybe I come back to that in a minute. What got you interested in physical education? Well, growing up, sports was my whole life. I started playing baseball and hockey at a young age. And uh, really loved the sport of hockey. I played goalie and decided I was going to be a professional hockey player until I played against these guys from Canada. And they were really good. And I realized I wasn't going to be a professional hockey player. I was already in college at that point. I was in a physical education program and uh, worked, worked through that and started student teaching in a public school and really didn't like it. So then I switched over to special education and adapted physical education and fell in love with uh, working with people with special needs. Yeah, that's perfect. That brings us right into our next question from Trayvon. What brought you to SSB? Well, that that's really an interesting story. Um, we, ha- we have a, I, I call him my adoptive grandson that actually goes to school here. He, We've known him for... 11 years, he's, he's going to turn 11, so almost 11 years of his life. And just, I would come here and do some field trips and really enjoy the people and love the school. Uh, and this spring, I decided I was going to go ahead and apply for the job. Didn't hear anything back, so I thought, well, they probably found someone, you know, that was better qualified than me. And then a week before school started, I got a call and they said, hey, do you want to interview? And I was like, yeah. And I interviewed and they called me back and said, Hey, do you want a job? And I said, Yeah. <laughs> um, and I just really love, love being here. The, the students and the staff are just great. Well, we certainly love having you here too. Uh, Michaela, you want to uh, do the next question there? What kind of things did you do before you came to our school? Uh, before our school, I, uh, ran a program. Well, I was an administrator for a program for Special Olympics Ohio for almost 30 years. 
And what my job there was to start programs throughout the state, oversee those programs, uh, teach a lot of self-advocacy and, and speech teaching for our athletes, um, did a lot of fundraising, did, you know, did quite a bit of that. And then after that, I worked as an administrator for a residential program. Got a lot of experience there. That's all good stuff. Uh, Jenna, you want to pick up there? Yeah. What is your favorite sport or type of exercise and why? The hard questions, Mr. Tim. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, in my younger days, I did a lot of winter sports. I would ski, uh, alpine skiing, and skate, and then play hockey. Uh, since I've gotten older, I'm really getting back into – trying to get back into a shape other than a donut – um, and, uh, you know, working out, um, so I'm swimming, which I'm really enjoying to do and, uh, playing, you know, just playing basketball and doing some things just to get an active. Can I ask too, what is your favorite subject in health or like your favorite topic? Right now we're working on nutrition, which I think is so important for everybody because there's so many myths out there and misnomers about what is good nutrition. You know, there's too many people out there that uh, starve themselves and think that's a diet uh, and they don't understand what that does to your body. So we're really working on that part in health and, and how to stay healthy and get healthy. Yeah, that's really a good thing. I remember when I was in high school, I wrestled and that's how we lost weight. We just didn't eat. We ate very little, so uh, it's great to learn how to fuel your body and be able to take off those, you know, empty calories and, and lose the weight and get in better shape. So, Zach, you're up to you, and your your question is: What do you like to do in your free time? What do you like to do in your free time, Zach? Truthfully, I love my family. I have eleven grandchildren. So I spend a lot of time with them. Um, when I'm not doing that, I, I like to go out and be in garden, work on the gar the flowers and things around the house and uh, take care of that. And then I, I really enjoy watching my Bengals. Not this year as much, but, um, you know, I've been a Bengals fan since uh, they, they were started. You know what's more difficult than being a Bengals fan, right? Being a Browns fan. Being a Browns fan. <laughs> you lose a game with minute less twenty than, seconds. Yeah, a minute twenty-five to go. It's like, oh my gosh, that's harsh. Now, there's also something else you do in your free time, and I, and I alluded to it earlier. You know, the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, any idea what I'm talking about? I, I I have a hint. Um, I'm actually a professional Santa Claus. <laughs> professional Santa Claus. Yes. What is that? How does that? That's great. Well, I mean, it's a really an interesting story. My wife was a Mrs. Claus for quite a few years, and I refused to do it. Um, I was a photographer, so I said, "Look, I'll just take pictures. You know, blah blah blah. Do this." Mm -hmm. Well, we were going to a uh, a Santa Claus convention, a worldwide Santa Claus convention, and she kept saying, "You know, you need to do this. You need to do this." And Finally, about two months beforehand, I said, okay, let's give it a go. I'll do it. Mm -hmm. So we go to Branson, Missouri. It's 160 degrees. You know, <laughs> I'm in a parade. I'm meeting these, these Santas that are like worldwide famous, you know, and I really fell in love with it. And, you know, my, my mission has changed. At first, I was going to be, you know, the next big thing and make all this money. So I was on a national, um, a national, um, contract for modeling and I was the Kings Island Santa for three years and, you know, was really big. And I thought, you know, this isn't much fun. So now I've dialed that back and I do a lot of nonprofit work, especially for children's hospital. Okay. That's great. So, uh, yeah. So you work with uh, children's hospital and do a lot of things with people like disadvantaged, uh, kids, things like that. And that sort of thing. Yeah. I, you know, my, my name for myself is the, a very special Santa because okay. what I want to do is, is serve the special needs facility, you know, kids and everything. Oh, that's great. So let's hear your ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> Big jolly laugh. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now, okay. We'll go back to the, back to the serious questions. No, that's great. We're, we're glad to have a Santa on staff. So. We're going to all try to be good, right? He's watching you all the time. <laughs> He's watching you for real now. For real. Uh, 
You know, you mentioned special needs and working with people with special needs. Trayvon, your question. Do you have any previous experience working with kids who were blind? Um, when I was teaching before, we had a couple individuals that were visually impaired, uh, but there wasn't a whole lot there of those. Truthfully, I've had more experience because of my adopted grandson, you know, with his visual impairments and watching him develop and grow and everything. Uh, but beyond that, I am new to this this whole area. That's, that's great. And, you know, I like it because, you know, they're just like any other kids, right? That's well, you know, the way, the way I look at it is that we all have a disability, you know, whether it be I wear glasses or I have asthma, you know, or, you know, or things like that. You know, right. every single person has a disability and what you need to do is just find their strengths and teach to their strengths. Right. Yeah. That's just a great philosophy. All right, Michaela, you get to ask the last question today is, is number nine down there at the bottom. You want to go ahead and uh, let me turn you up so you can do that. What do you hope to accomplish here at OSSB? Oh, that's a big one. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> truthfully, Number one, this is going to be my final job before I retire, and I hope I've got another 10 years left in me to do that. But I want to just continue to make OSSB just a center of excellence. I want to be able to let each and every student know just how special they are, how they ha all have the ability to do stuff, you know, bring out whatever's best. And, and continue to improve the program. Uh, you know, I have a lot of background for things that are different than what they've done here. Um, one of the things that we're doing is, uh, we're starting our own little garden through our health class where we're going to start planting vegetables, you know, and, uh, I, we're going to use, utilize that so that the students can see how do you grow vegetables? How do you, you know, maintain the vegetables? How do you go ahead and pick them, you know, and get them ready for to eat? And then in the spring, we're hoping to start this as a hot greenhouse and be able to provide tomato plants and, and uh, pepper plants and things like that for the staff and the students to be able to grow their own. Mm. Well, that is some great stuff. And uh, we're certainly glad to have you here. You're just like a shot in the arm, you know, uh, uh, just a shot of good ideas and all that. And, and certainly just a great personality and just, you know, uh, listen to you working with the students and uh, you're just doing a fantastic job so far. And uh, we really appreciate you taking some time to join us this morning on the podcast. And one more thing I will say is that we're going to introduce you to blind hockey in Columbus. Are you ready? I, I think that'll be great. <laughs> I really am excited about that. Uh, you know, it's just another area for me because, you know, playing for so long, I, I would really love to see it. All right. And, and that that's the other thing that I've realized in talking to our students. When you say things like, oh, I'd really love to see it. To, you know, and, and people don't understand how, 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 you know, some people are so worried about that, you know, right. but it's just, it's just a manner of speaking. Right. That's, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, thank you, Mr. Tim. We really appreciate it. And we're looking forward to all the great things that you're going to do here with our staff and our students at OSSB. And we want to have you back on here in the future. I would love to do that. I, I really enjoyed this. And uh, you put a microphone in front of me. It's hard for me to stop. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can do one around Christmas. That's yeah. We're yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely will. Yeah, I can. I can give you my whole thing. All right. All right. Thanks, sir. All right, guys. We are here at the six hundred, looking good. You can hear our guys cheering. You got this. Oh yeah, where you go? Good job, Ohio, Tennessee. Good job. How about Michaela? It was that extra chicken sandwich. All right, good job. Good job, Michaela. Keep it up. Oh, yeah. Good job, Hope. Good job, Hope. Keep it up, Hope. Oh, don't give up the pace now. Come on, 
Keep going. Keep going. Keep going, girls. You're good, girls. You're good. Keep it up. Come on, Sarah. You got it. Really good race going here in the 600. Michaela off to a surprise start. Really doing great. Hope doing an excellent job, too. Good morning, OSSB podcast fans. Coach Heath here on a beautiful 5 a.m. Sunday morning in Nashville, Tennessee. We're about an hour from loading the buses, heading back to the Buckeye State. Just want to just say what a great meet the Tennessee School for the Blind put on for everyone this weekend. Um, just a fabulous time had by all the participants, the fans, the coaches. Volunteers were great. Uh, just a really great effort by the Tennessee School for the Blind. For the uh, Ohio State School for the Blind Panthers, fabulous performances by all our athletes. Uh, for the boys team, Jonah Daly, Jacob Lee, Emery Walker, A.J. Youngblood, all did a great job. Um, personal best by all those uh, participants. And we will be getting some more information out on uh, their totals coming up in uh, the next couple weeks. Uh, we have championships coming up in two weeks, so be listening for all that information. On the girls' team, Jenna Allo, Kennedy Burney, Hope Williams, Michaela Pike, all had an exceptional meet. There were um, personal bests by all four girls also. So as I was uh, talking with Coach Trocht and some of the other people, um, we roomed with Illinois and their coach was asking how we did. I said, we met or exceeded expectations uh, by all of our athletes and um, we're thrilled for what's going to come before us here in uh, two weeks in Indianapolis. We think we can have a strong performance. We're a small team, but a mighty team. Most teams have um, at least eight participants on bo on their boys team and eight on their girls. And we're four and four right now. We're hoping to pick up a couple more participants in the coming, in the coming week, but just a great performance. Wanted to give a shout out to everybody and can't wait to get home. See y'all soon. Bye-bye. This concludes the September podcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Stay tuned for another episode next month of the OSSB podcast.